Episode 26, Priority Boarding with the Military ID and New Kombucha Trials. Welcome back, everybody. Lady Jupiter Podcast is the audio accompaniment to LadyJupiter.com, a lifestyle blog where I write about my family's military life, home stuff, my low-maintenance beauty and fashion, and travel when possible. I'm happy that you're here with me. Today, I'll share an update on our life as affected by the U.S. military, continue with the blog update, then wrap up with my most recent domestic diversion. And by the way, this is a rare daytime recording, so we may hear my dogs during today's episode. Their names are Atlas and Mycroft. They are good boys who protect me from letter carriers and any neighbor who dares exit their home. Today in our military-affected lives, I have nothing significant to update. Since last week, I bought some new rank insignia for Mr. Jupiter and dropped off a flight suit to the local alteration shop so they can sew on said new rank. Now we are waiting patiently to find out when we need to update the other flight suits. Regarding Mr. Jupiter's upcoming promotion, nothing is ready. We don't know when he will promote exactly, but we can just about promise that we won't have time to notify any family about the event. At this point, Kid Jupiter and I will be pressed to arrive on time, and we live nearby. For today's LadyJupiter.com update, we have a new popular blog post to talk about. The most popular blog post this year that we haven't talked about yet is a wee post titled, How to Get Priority Boarding with Your Military ID. I love that this post gets attention. However, military IDs have not been given priority boarding in years, at least not for dependents. I'm a big fan of integrity, so the post specifies at the top that it is a former standard and we cannot expect priority boarding anymore. For clarity, this access only granted the shorter security line and had no bearing on the boarding group or assigned seat. Since that former privilege was pretty narrow, I spend most of that blog post explaining that anybody with a military ID has a known traveler number, KTN, and that it is the DOD ID printed on your military ID card. It's a 10-digit number that is unique to each person, so dependents don't need to use their sponsor's DOD ID number for any reason. The only time that this number ever comes up is when booking travel, and it was in the past that plugging in my DOD ID number when prompted for my known traveler number that I was given priority boarding but now I only get that short security line when I travel with Mr. Jupiter and he gives the first TSA agent our military IDs. When I fly without him, which is rare now, I get the long line regardless of whether I show my military ID or my driver's license. So I just arrive earlier than I need to because I finally got tired of almost missing flights. I get in so early that I aim to finish my latte before I even board. And now for my most recent domestic diversion, 
I received my super affordable glasses. They are great for what I spent and I am generally happy with my $6 frames from iBuyDirect. My issue with acetate frames or really any glasses that rest directly on the nose and don't have those raised nose pads is that the lenses are so close to my eyeballs that my eyelashes leave tiny oily streaks on the inside of my lenses and I need to wipe them off at least once an hour because the streaks obscure my vision. The constant use of whatever cotton scratches up the coating on the lenses, so they have to be replaced often. Luckily, I bought these bright red frames for two reasons. One is that I need something to wear while my current favorite frames get upgraded lenses, and two, to simply have an option when I don't feel like wearing my favorites. Besides that, I have decided to brew kombucha again. Last time I started a continuous brew, it was to have plenty of kombucha on hand and to have fun with secondary fermentations. This time, I want to make fire ciders with kombucha instead of apple cider vinegar. But I don't intend on turning my kombucha into vinegar, so that's where my search results hit a dead end because I can't find anybody yet who has made fire cider with kombucha, specifically not kombucha vinegar and not aiming for a secondary fermentation. I feel a new blog post coming on so I can share my experience with this. I am starting this new continuous brew right now. It will have a little over a week to sit undisturbed before I pour off about two cups and start soaking a new batch of fire cider. I think these will need to soak in the fridge to halt any potential secondary fermentation, since that isn't the goal. Luckily, I have all of my life to document and perfect this nuance of traditional fire cider. And that's it for today's show. Show notes and transcript will be available on ladyjupiter.com slash podcast. Scroll down to the link for episode 26, Priority Boarding with the Military ID and New Kombucha Trials. If you're interested in getting fresh show notes in your email inbox, I have a solution for you. Click over to my show notes blog, open any show note, and scroll down to the bottom of the page. You'll see a follow button. So follow that specific blog and you'll get an email when I post new show notes. Anyway, I'll be back next week. Talk to you soon. Bye.